Hey, Kelcats, welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I'm here with a very special guest. We have my boyfriend here, the Drew boyfriend. Allen. We got the boyfriend here. <laughs> the boyfriend. The boyfriend, one and only. Drew has been on this podcast once before, but he could only stay for part of it because he had to work early in the morning and. Now I was like, I want to do a full episode with you because he's funny. He's a fun guy. Fun guy. Mushroom joke. Fun fun guy. Is that what you are? I will not be put in the same group as the dirt of the earth. The dirt. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, I just got back from vacation. I went to, well, it wasn't vacation. It was kind of like a work trip. I went to the Bahamas. Disney had this whole event for all these creators, like YouTube and TikTok creators, and it was so much fun. But I am trying to get back on track here because we were gone for like, I think a week or something. I haven't been gone for a week in a long time. So for me, I'm just like trying to get everything caught up here. But I don't know if any like weed smokers or stoners out there, I don't know what you guys call yourselves. I call myself a stoner. I'm just a total stoner. But um, I don't know if anyone has like the difference between weed pens, like the, you know, the pens with THC, like they usually have like a lot of THC in them, but, or edibles. Those are so different than flour. So I'm trying to get used to my flower again like I usually would smoke like every day you know like I don't smoke like 24 7 but I smoke when I need to when I have anxiety when I need to edit when I need to focus like I kind of just get a little weed there you know like the flower like sativa before I work out she takes in more weed than oxygen I do not (laughs) that would be aggressive dude like I don't think I would be able to function but if I'm acting weird on this podcast it's because I just had flour like a lot and I'm not used to it anymore it's so weird it's like my tolerance went back up in a week without having flour like I didn't have any so I don't know if like your tolerance just goes up or whatever but I feel so so stoned right now so i can't even focus we had to redo the in- we had to redo this podcast like we filmed like eight minutes like, of I it, can't do it and i was like drew i can't do i'm too high like i need to i need to take a breath i need to take a deep breath and just like get back into this but my intoxicated choice of the night or of the day is marijuana obviously drew is just high on life he's just he's just living his life i'm chill i'm chill he's chill he's chill have we talked talked about that we have like an inside joke do you want to talk about it? what do you mean <laughs> the she chill she chill i was like half awake when i started that so drew t- sleep talks yeah <laughs> have you done it like your whole life i don't know <laughs> i didn't even know about it until you told me about it <laughs> no we've had full conversations with each other while he's asleep and he wakes up and he doesn't remember it like he sleep talks so he was like sleeping i cannot confirm or deny <laughs> he sleep talks so he was sleeping and he was like i don't even remember what he was saying he was talking about something and then all of a sudden he was like she chill she chill <laughs> so ever since our inside joke is she chill she chill what was another time that you slept talked 
Well, there was one time, like, I woke up, and then I, like, you're freaking out, and then you're like, why are you yelling at me? Oh, no. And she starts bawling. No, we had dreamception. Like, literally, like, we were, it was the weirdest experience. We were, like, taking a nap together in the day. So I was having this dream, like, because I could, like, subconsciously hear Drew talking out loud in his sleep in my dream. So I had this dream that he was yelling at me and, like, breaking up with me being really mean just like yelling at me and I was crying in the dream so I was just like really upset it was one of those like dreams or you're you wake up and you're just like you know like anxious or crying or it like really affects you and Drew was sitting next to me sleeping he was dreaming about selling a car and he was getting really aggressive with the customer he was like he was like, no, like, like, what were you even, what was the car thing you would say? I would never be that aggressive is the thing. But you were in your dream. You were so, like, passionate about selling this man his car. You really think I remember that? It, well, you were yelling out loud. He was like, no, the car, like, it's. It's this much and then this much. Like he he kind of talks loud like that when he's passionate about something. So I think that's what you were like doing. But he was talking out loud, like as I'm dreaming. So I wake up mid dream, him yelling at me in my dream to him yelling at me in real life, like because he was sleep talking. So I woke up and I was like, why are you yelling at me? And I started crying and Drew was like, he looked at me. He was like, I was just like, trying to sell a car like i don't know what's happening so we i'm just trying to sleep bro <laughs> we literally had dreamception it was the weirdest thing if anyone else has experienced anything like that please comment below i would love to hear your story because that was really the weirdest thing i've ever experienced honestly she was bawling i was because I thought you were breaking up with me yelling at me. Like, I wasn't quite out of it yet. I was awake, but I was, like, still... I literally, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this isn't a beach, it's a bathtub. <laughs> I'm not at the beach, this is a bathtub. What are you talking about, lady? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, that's from a that's from a porno. That's, you gotta, just type in online if you guys want to hear that inside joke it's just it's not inside at all i don't know just type in i'm not at the beach i'm in the bathtub porno you really you're gonna really send them to a porno i am if you're if you're 18 and up <laughs> go check it out <laughs> you just send them to a fucking i'm porno. just like <laughs> the links in the description <laughs> Okay, anyways, last time on Intoxicated, we ended talking about cursed sets. So there's a lot of movie sets out there that are reportedly cursed. And I had Garrett Clayton on here last week, and he said that he's had some possibly weird experiences on sets because he's all in the movie industry. And he's heard about like The Wizard of Oz and like you've heard about like Poltergeist mm -hmm. and um, all these sets that were supposedly cursed by evil entities or whatever there's been like people who have died after making movies and stuff what's one that you've heard of that like i know wizard of oz mm -hmm. like they they swear they saw people like dead there and like people hung themselves on set yeah yeah i think that like i talked about this on the last podcast but people said that there was like a munchkin um who hung themselves in the background but i guess someone said it was a bird but you never know honestly like they could cover that trying up trying to cover it up yeah like it, to, or to make him look bad right right like if it was a bird then like 
there were other weird that's things. a big ass bird i know there were other weird things on that set though that happened you can listen to what what it was on the last episode but i want to talk about the crow so um the crow's another cursed movie set and if you haven't seen the crow it stars brandon lee and it was about a musician who rises from the grave after being heinously murdered the night before the wedding <laughs> I said heinously earlier, so Drew's laughing at me. <laughs> heinously murdered. I was murdered. like, he was heinously murdered, and Drew was like, heinously? I was like, oh. <laughs> Heiny. But Heiny. anyways, um, he becomes a supernatural gothic avenger that vows to seek revenge on his attackers. So this movie was the last that Brandon Lee ever was in because he had passed away during a tragic accident on set with a prop malfunction. Yeah. Like something, Did you said it might have been a gun or something? Yeah, so basically like they use blanks, but sometimes blanks can still kill you. Really? And it's happened before, like, with magicians, the gunpowder's killed them. Really? Mm -hmm. That's so scary. Like, imagine being on set acting and... It actually just recently happened. Yeah, but I thought that they had, like, real bullets with Alec Baldwin. I don't know exactly what happened, but somebody died on the set. They actually got shot. Yeah. And... I wonder if that set was maybe cursed, because that was a really weird thing that happened, too with alec baldwin that was just a really weird incident. people started saying that they're not going to use guns anymore on their on, on their sets. sets and all that kind of stuff because so many people are dying because they're being done with them honestly at this point they could even have the prop but they can use like cgi you know it's gotten to the we can use airsoft guns airsoft guns yeah they make the movement just like it really oh i don't know I'm they like, look they could, the same i feel like they could like they've been you know doing this for so long that they should have the technology to be safe enough to not you know have incidents like this happen they, on set. they only make changes until something does happen right right which is like too late you know it's just i just hope that they change things and this was like an awakening you know because back then this happened so often and it happened again and it was just It was just really tragic. Other crew members were injured on set prior to this incident on the Crow movie. And eerily enough, Lee had reportedly referenced the fact that he thought his family was cursed. Like he told people on set, like, I think my family is cursed. What would make him bring that up though? I don't know. Maybe he was just talking about it and Mm -hmm. he he um, said that he would be dying soon to several crew members prior to the accident. Like he believed that he was the next one to die in his family due it's to this crazy. curse. And it's then like, he just dies. Yeah. Like it's like if he brought this curse to the set or if it was just a curse with himself. Cause I'm not sure if other members like crew members went through anything. Like, I haven't, I've heard about the movie and like kind of what has happened before, mm-hmm. but I didn't really get to, see and kind of hear exactly what happened yeah me neither i haven't like this is the first time i've kind of like looked into it but i don't know if you guys know more about the crow movie like or you want me to dig in more i'll definitely do that um also insidious i guess was said to be cursed in some way insidious is about the paranormal so i feel like if you do anything with the paranormal or even have that energy i feel like it draws them in like do you know what i mean like the energy i mean like when you're, you're in a certain mindset, stuff's just going to happen. Right. I don't know exactly what happened with Insidious. Like, do you have an example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really... I know that there was um, some... You know, the set was haunted. Like, I think that 
maybe they drew spirits in or maybe the set that they were they using. They was like haunted. Yeah. Maybe they were going for that aesthetic from the beginning. Right. And they just picked somewhere that was super haunted and they kind of messed up by doing that. Yeah, I don't know. So it says that many of the people that worked on this film reported feeling uneasy and like there was a general a generally negative energy all around the set while they were filming. So they all just felt this negative energy around them, which is kind of eerie that multiple people felt that. Along with that, they reported that they could hear a strange buzzing noise coming from various empty rooms around the set when no one was in them. That's weird. A buzzing noise? That's kind of creepy. I wonder like, what kind of buzzing, like light bulb buzzing or? Right, I don't know. This is weird because Insidious involved Ed and Lorraine Warren. I didn't even know that. Ed and Lorraine Warren, like. I don't know who that is. So they're the ones who had like the Annabelle doll who went to the conjuring house to like get oh, rid of the spirits, yeah. exorcisms. They were the ones like um, Lorraine had gifts and stuff. So she Well, they like, based the story off of them. Yes. Yeah. Like all those stories are based off of all their experiences. So it's like, what if Ed and Lorraine Warren like just draw, draw people like this, you know, the paranormal realm in. Because, well, I'm sure they've got some spirits attached to them too. Right. But I don't, they did die. So I'm like, what if they come back like when they are, you know, I don't know if they died when Insidious was filmed, but if, if they were dead and they were like, I don't know. you know, like their spirits could come back in some way. I don't know. I'm just high. So <laughs> I'm thinking of every possible scenario. There was also um, Rosemary's Baby. I haven't seen this one. Have you seen this? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? 
No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. It's an older movie, no? Yeah, Rosemary's Baby. So this was released in 1968. It's basically about this couple who move into a new apartment together, and after becoming pregnant, the woman begins to experience strange things and believes that something evil is going on there. And this movie's cursed set is one that allegedly followed a number of different crew members and people working on the film. So people, after they were done filming this, felt like it followed them which is so creepy. Imagine that, coming home and then you still have that stuff coming with you. Yeah. It's like when we went to uh, the suicide bridge and it followed us back to your house. Yeah, what was that? Was that the, which one was that? We've had so many paranormal experiences it the together. First, it was the first time we went down to the bottom of the suicide bridge. Yeah, And then Myrtle. Luna um, got tossed onto the ceiling when we got home. Oh, that was Boo. I thought it was Luna. No, so um, we had an old friend of mine. She basically lived at our house for like a year pretty much. And she had her cat there. So we had both Luna and uh, her cat there. And it was my parents and my sister. They were home watching a movie or something. And me and her, we were out of the house, you know. And all of a sudden I received this call with my parents freaking out, telling me to stop going to paranormal places. And this is after we went to Suicide Bridge. Yeah. And her cat apparently got like thrown, like my cat was hissing at a corner in the ceiling, Luna. Mm -hmm. And her cat got thrown at the, like into the corner of the ceiling. Like these hit, are like 14 foot high ceilings. Yeah, like hit the ceiling, fell on the coffee table and they would not go near this one corner. Like they were both hissing at it, like freaking out. So my parents were like, you need to stop this because there is something weird happening and this was like i think i truly think something followed us home from suicide bridge and then we had like saul and do all that stuff and then yeah. finally left us alone yeah but finally but it for took a while a it was really weird yeah it took a lot me and drew have had some weird paranormal things happen <laughs> like i feel like if you just are with me in general i feel like things just happen because I feel like I attract it. You do. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't know. I think they know that I have like medium psychic gifts. So I just kind of attract like that them. They want your attention. So exactly. Because they know they can communicate with you. Right. Right. So Drew, like he was skeptical before he met me. Like he was super, he was like, he believed in it, but he was skeptical. I was always looking for how to prove it wrong. Right, but after he's, we've had so many experiences. It's Some just, things he just can't explain, so. Right, right. What else could it be? Going back into this movie, um, the so the movie's composer fell to his death at a party. This was after working on the film, so mm -hmm. he fell to his death. What are the odds at a party you fall to your death? Like, how does that even happen? Like, just falls down. I don't know what happened. It probably but... fell down, like, a set of stairs or off a building or something. But, like, that's so weird. Like, how often does that happen? And then, Not very often. Yeah, and then the producer had life-threatening kidney stones and was allegedly hallucinating about Rosemary coming after him with a knife in the hospital. That's weird. Ew. Like, I guess Rosemary was the evil spirit in the movie, I'm assuming. Yeah. Imagine um, having hallucinations of that. Because you're awake. Yeah. 
That's dude, terrifying. Yeah, like absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And then director Roman Polensky was famously dating and expecting a child with Sharon Tate, and he was viciously attacked and murdered by members of the Manson family. I didn't know that. This was after they filmed this movie, and then Sharon Tate and all of them got murdered by the That's Manson crazy. family. What? I just got the chills. Like, that's scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I truly believe that these movies like did summon something. I mean, if they're talking about it enough, if they're talking about these evil entities acting as them, like that is the energy they're putting out and attracting. It's like, why would not? Like if, if there was a demonic entity seeing someone portraying like what they are like why would they're gonna they come, come and set? try to get it into it yeah exactly it's like a way of summoning them you know like a ouija board session or anything or dowsing or like any source of spirit communication it just summons spirits and that's just how it works so it's like that's almost a way of communicating with them is i don't know like portraying them i mean they're going to be attracted to to that kind of situation i feel like you'd be more likely to get possessed Right. If you're trying to act like a demon. Right. They're like, okay, this person's like tapping into what I am, so here I come. <laughs> yeah. Let's make you a demon. Here I come. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, also the Amityville horror. I don't know if I talked about this last. I don't think I did, but the, um, I don't think it was, I think the one with Ryan Reynolds, actually, they did experience some weird things. The Amityville horror. Did you see that? No. You didn't see that one? You no. love Ryan Reynolds. I didn't see it. Drew, though. like, loves Ryan Reynolds. Oh, wait. Is that the one where they buy the house on the lake? Mm-hmm. I did see that. And it's haunted. Yeah, like, I did see and it. And the dad gets possessed in some way and tries to murder his family. Yeah, I have seen it. So there was an Amityville horror movie in 1979. So this was, like, the first one. Oh, we're not talking about the one with Ryan Reynolds? No, but they did have weird stuff happen. Mm -hmm. So in both movies. So this one is... Um, this is just on the article. While the story of the Lutz family, which is the family that moved in there, is already scary, reports from the sets of the films based on their story are even creepier. James Brolin, the actor who played George Lutz in the original film, which I believe was the dad, claims that when he was considering accepting the role in the movie, a piece of clothing in his closet fell down on its own. And Ryan Reynolds, who played the same role in the 2005 version of the movie, reportedly woke up every single night at 3 a.m. for no apparent reason while filming. That's crazy. Do you think the dad, like, or the original dad that lived there came back and maybe, like, is that Visited movie based them? on a true story? Yeah. So it's a real house. I went to the house. I didn't get to go inside, but so like it's a real I house. I wonder if that the ghost kind of thing situation like is actually possessing males of that and trying to do that. Well, that's the story. So like, I mean, if they're portraying who he was and stuff or or I don't know, if they're portraying someone that this like entity, That was involved by it. Yeah, was involved. He would try to do it again. Exactly. So that's really weird that like both both people who played that character had weird experiences and it, and I know that there were weird experiences with other crew members and stuff like that which is so creepy dude especially at that place yeah so that place that movie is kind of creepy I mean the I don't house. know if they I don't think they filmed at the house I think they had like a replica but still it's that energy yeah. again what I said before you know like I don't know. I'm I, sure it was pretty close to where the house was. Right. I, I don't know where they filmed it, but I'm sure like there was just, I don't know. I'm sure that there was just some weird shit that happened. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way. Like 
I don't know. <laughs> but, but speaking of like creepy entities, have you heard about the nine-tailed fox in Japan? Yeah, so sealed like demonic spirit was sealed in like a rock for thousands and thousands yeah. of years. And they said if it was ever free, like broken free, mm -hmm. it'd be basically not announcing, but basically telling us that the end of the world is coming. Right. If it if it broke free. So everyone's like freaking out. But then some people think that it was like a good omen of like the end of like chaos or something. I think, I don't know. But honestly. it's been sealed for thousands of years. That's true. I want to look up. Like a lot of good things. Not good things, but like a lot of passing of bad things has happened since then. So <laughs> I can only see downhill if that's going to happen. Basically, we'll go into the legend a little bit here. Um, I always think of Naruto with the nine-tailed fox. Yeah, that's <laughs> first thing it goes to Yeah, literally, I'm like, Naruto? <laughs> like, Believe it. So it says predictions of dark forces being unleashed by an evil vixen hung over social media in Japan on Monday after a famous volcanic rock said to kill anyone who comes in contact with it was found split into two. It's crazy. That's <sighs> so creepy. According to mythology surrounding the Sesho Seki, or killing stone, the object contains the transformed corpse of Tamemo no Mei, a beautiful woman who had been part of a secret plot hatched by a feudal warlord to kill Emperor Toba, who reigned from 1107 to 1123. That's an old-ass story. Really old. 1107? It's crazy how long those, the stories last in Japan. Yeah, and it's... I don't know. It just has such an impact that people still talk about it. From 1107? Yeah. That is insane. Legend has it her true identity was an evil nine-tailed fox whose spirit is embedded in a hunk of lava located in an area of uh, Tochigi Prefecture near Tokyo. I'm so bad at pronouncing things, guys, so I apologize. Um, famous for its sulfurous hot springs. Its separation into two roughly equal parts believed to have occurred within the past few days has spooked online users who noted that, according to folklore, the stone continually spews poisonous gas, hence its name, so it kills anyone who comes yeah. near it. While the stone was said to have been destroyed and its spirit exercised by a Buddhist monk who scattered its pieces across Japan, many Japanese prefer to believe that its home is on the slopes of Mount Nasu. Visitors to the area, a popular sightseeing spot, recoiled, recoiled in horror at the weekend after witnesses posted photos of the fractured stone, a length of rope that had been secured around its circumference lying on the ground. I feel like I've seen something that should not have been seen, is what a Twitter user said. While others speculated that the demon spirit of Tamamo no Mei had been re resurrected after almost a thousand years, local media said cracks had appeared in the rock several years ago, possibly allowing rainwater to seep in inside and weaken its structure. But how would it just blow up how it did? Like, well, they said it was just cracked in half, but even, even Have so... Have you seen the picture? There's a rope around it, it's blown apart, and then the pieces are in, like, four different pieces. Do you think, like, it was the entity that, like, released itself, or do you think that... Possibly. Or do you think that There's the There's a lot rock... of force to blow everything... Like, I could see it falling apart, but not blowing apart. Right, but, like, if 
if it naturally fell apart, you know, like what if it was for a reason and then that entity decided, okay, it's now my time to leave, you know? I don't, it doesn't look very peaceful. Have you seen the picture of it? I have, yeah. It doesn't look like a peaceful opening. I just don't know if someone like moved the rock or, you know what I mean? I wonder mean? if somebody was malicious and broke it, it open. broke it, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, but I, I don't know. So, um. I'd suck if somebody did. Yeah, so some people believe that like the releasing of this demonic entity, nine-tailed fox, means like the end of the world. It means like chaos is going to erupt in the world and you know like bad things are going to happen but a lot of people also believe it's a good thing whereas like it's the end of its reign it's the end of this terror and it left our earth you know some people believe that so i don't know honestly i did ask lola earlier to see what she thinks because she's a spirit you know she probably knows things doesn't know everything but like she felt like there wasn't chaos that was going to ensue but i don't know what do you think I can't tell you because I don't know. I know. I'm like, it's kind of scary. How honestly. everything's been going, like with the world lately, maybe. Right. It's like the last thing we need. Like <laughs> literally, like so many things. So like, many dumb stuff. Like remember the killer bees, like the killer hornets, yeah, the giant ones. Yeah. Like, like how what? does that just out of nowhere well, just COVID, like become a thing? COVID first off, like that. Is Besides just, that, it's just like. Like, so many random, like, bullshit things have happened. Yeah. Besides COVID and all. That's true. There's such random bullshit things just keep on popping up. Like, <laughs> by the way, this happened. They like, just keep this popping happened. out. This happened. I swear, no, it's so weird. But it's like, at this point, it's like, what worse could happen with this entity being released? Don't, don't say that. Am I going to drink something? <laughs> I hate when people say that. What? It could be worse. But I'm serious. Like, it what is it going to do? Like, like, what else could happen? Like, it's not that bad. Yeah, but like, like what? No, what? Sh- it, something worse is going to happen when you say that. You leave your... <laughs> the world has to slap you in the face when you say that. <laughs> he goes, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, the world is just like, ah, oh, bruh, you just said that. I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to release this giant giant fucking nine-tailed fox like this huge entity with maybe i can nine finally become fucking, a ninja not eight fucking tails nine tails i'm gonna release this here you fucking go here you go humanity i'm gonna finally become a ninja <laughs> believe it believe it you better believe it what other japanese legends are there because you watch a lot of anime and a lot of anime is based off of japanese legends well they use a lot of legends they use a lot of buddhist legends they, like yeah. most of the names and stuff like that are based on that stuff i can't keep track of all of it right but what's it, like your favorite one though like that you've maybe i don't know even like naruto and stuff that you've maybe just like really been like oh this is really interesting so all of the tailed beasts are something from some type of like buddhist religion or japanese history mm-hmm. um how many are there there's nine right yeah and then okay. you got the ten tail which isn't isn't really a beast which is all of them combined technically yes right okay it's so technically th- a tree yeah so like the story goes like there was this one beast you know and then it got split Spoilers. into well it got like this is like a legend like it got split into all these different beasts you know one with one tail two tails up to nine tails mm-hmm. but it was originally like one giant 
beast with ten tails. Yeah. So that's like it's basically telling you how energy is dispersed and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Right. Do you believe like there is some sort of like entity like that that was like divided? So I heard a theory recently. Yeah. Basically, I think it's called the the, the egg theory. Okay. Every person is you. You, they're just you in a different time. You're not conscious of being that person. And you're basically, you're living, you're getting all this experience together uh-huh. as all these other people. And once you've lived as every conceivable person in history, you'll finally hatch from your egg and you can become a god. What? That's really crazy. That's interesting, actually. So it, you're me, uh-huh. but I'm you, but... They're all me, but they're all but you. But we are all, en- like, there's energy. It's all I'm, energy, and it could be recycled, so, like... Basically, it's not even going into energy. It's basically mm-hmm. you're living... Multi- I'm living... I'm going to live this life. I have lived your life at one point. Right. I've, Everyone's. So, at some point, I was you, and you're you still... Were you Lola? Were you Lola? That, that's basically how the theory... I have lived... You're supposed to live every single person in every piece of history and in universe. What you about, like... You're going to be in everybody from now... Back then and in the future. What about animals? Or is that and like a different cycle? It's a different. Different. Okay. You're incubating to become a god after you've collected all the wisdom of all the human life that's been on you know or on the, the earth. What? That's so trippy, and honestly. Anytime. I love theories like this because I'm like, honestly, I just like keeping an open mind. But I'm like that like, just like if you keep on thinking about that, yeah. the more you get mind fucked. Yeah. Like it's weird. Who is the real one? I can only contest to myself that I am conscious right now, so. Right. It's like, I don't know if your consciousness is like a thing. You could be. I I could be making you up right now. Yeah. Ew, but I hate this. I can can only confirm that I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Exactly. I can't confirm if you're real or not. But then I can't. It's weird because like with my gifts, I can tap into people's energy and past. But it's like, what if like what if I made that energy? up? Or your old energy? Yeah. What if it's like something I came up with in my consciousness? But that's like, what I'm saying. You could only like attest I came up yourself. with your whole life, and I like, oh my god, I'm like tripping. <laughs> but if you go way down to that rabbit hole, like you, you start to get mind. No, fucked. my Just... mind's like fucked right now. Like it's getting fucked as we speak. You. Like, <laughs> y'all don't need porn help. Like my mind is getting fucked right here on That's this great. podcast. <laughs> That's great. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I wanted to go into a couple other Japanese legends just real quick. Okay, so I want to go into Akamanto. I hope I, I I'm not gonna say these right, guys. Like I, I don't. They speak. have an English name in it. The Red Cloak. The Red Cloak. Okay, we'll go into the Red Cloak. So it says, for this story, we begin in a bathroom, a seemingly popular place for Japanese urban legend, urban, urban legends, <laughs> urban legends. Wait, in a bathroom? Is that like a place for legends? I mean, Bloody Mary. But yeah, but like, why in a bathroom? I guess the mirrors. Mirrors. I mean. But like you take a shit in there and you don't think like, oh, there's like a You're getting rid of negativity when you're taking a shit. Are you? You're expelling it from your body. That's honestly a good way to like think about it. (laughs) I release my negativity. Get rid of the demons. (laughs) 
See you, chump. <laughs> See you, chump. <laughs> the reverb's on. Okay, but Akamento <laughs> is a male spirit who dons a red cloak and a mask and is said to haunt schools and public restrooms with a particular fondness for the last stall in the woman's bathroom. Ew. New fear unlocked. I'm not ever using the last stall again. I'm going to go use the last stall. In the woman's bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> uh, once you are seated in the stall, you will hear a male voice ask if you want red or blue paper. Could you... Oh, I have heard of this. What? Choose your words carefully. If you say red paper, you will meet a bloody end. And if you say blue paper, you will be suffocated to death until you are blue. So which one do you choose? They, there's actually an anime that talks about this. Really? You are ghost stories? Yeah. They have it in the first episode or second episode. Really? About the bathrooms. What? And they like, which one do you want, red or blue? Could you imagine you're just taking a fat shit, maybe on a colon cleanse, don't know, and you're they sitting there. In the anime, they, he yanks him down into this portal in the <laughs> toilet. Like a giant hand comes out and yanks him in. Like you're just minding your own business. All of a sudden this guy's like, yo, you want red paper or blue paper? And you're like, I don't know which one to choose. So you choose red fucking die you choose blue you fucking die i want the white paper toilet paper yeah is there an option so wait I can, so i can wipe my ass it says if you try to confuse the spirit by asking for a different colored paper you will be dragged into hell that fucking sucks like so no matter what you're fucked to okay wait, wait, wait to avoid a brutal end at Akamanto's hand simply refuse his offer and run. You just run with your pants halfway down. No, thank you. Like, do you say no and just sprint out of the bathroom? Just waddling out like Patrick. Like, yeah, with your pants like down to your knees. Like when you run out of toilet paper, you do that little walk to go grab it. Or you're like waddling out. You know what I mean? Have you done that? Just me. You haven't, you haven't done that. Oh, I guess that's just I something. check for paper every time. I guess that's just something I do. That's one of my biggest fears is running out of paper. I do, but like in my house, like I I'll, still, I'll walk around with my hands. It's the first thing I worry about when I go to the restaurant. Really? I just sit down and go and then I'm like, shit. Like, <laughs> Drew! <laughs> yeah, Drew! Are you in toilet paper? Hey! Hey! What do you do when I'm not home? I do my waddle. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you mean? Enjoy. I do. I enjoy it. <laughs> I don't. Have you heard of um, Kachus? Wait, Kuchisaki Anna? Please. What's the slit mouthed woman? Just say the English name. I want to say like the the cool name. Anyone who is familiar with Japanese urban legends know of knows of this infamous yet popular. <laughs> Kuchisaki Anna. I hope I said Kuchisaki. All I hear is Kuchi in that. I know. <laughs> this vengeful ghost appears as a seemingly beautiful woman who roams the streets at night. She wears a face mask and carries a concealed pair of scissors. If you are unlucky enough to meet Kuchisaki Anna during a solitary stroll, she will ask you if you think she is beautiful. You better say no. Just kidding. Yeah, you're beautiful. 
You better not tell her what, that. What's the, what's the consequence? <laughs> okay, okay. As with Akamanto, consider your answer like your life depends on it. Since it does, if you say no, she will immediately murder you with scissors. Um, if she, <laughs> if she, if you say yes, she will remove her face covering to reveal a gaping mouth that has been slit from ear to ear in a haunting smile. Then she will ask again, if you think she's beautiful, say no and you die. But stick with yes, and she will slit your mouth just like hers. I'm saying yes. I'm about to be the Joker. No, dude. You want to know how I got these scars? You come home, I'm like, you You called her beautiful? Really? Really, Drew? Now you, you got want this... me to murderly kill my sister? Now you got this Murder. giant mouth. Um, The only way to escape Kuchisakayana, Kuchisakayana is to tell her that she looks average. It's such an insult. You're just like, You look eh, average. You look you're not beautiful, but like you're not ugly. I wonder like, how you say that in Jif- uh, Japanese. Japanese average. Yeah, like you look average. I know. We gotta learn that. I wanna learn some Japanese. If you are concerned about possible encounters with this woman or any of other ghouls, why not try testing your survival skills at Tokyo's top haunted house attractions? If you fail, now to at add. least it's all. <laughs> I know. There's also Tiki Tiki Tiki. Wait, tiki, 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 room. No, it's tiki, tiki. And this is the ghost of a woman or schoolgirl who fell on a railway line and was cut in half by an oncoming train. What? There's also... That's horrible. Yeah, so I want to get into her, tiki, tiki. Um, there's also Hanako-san off the toilet. Of the toilet. Off Hanak- the toilet. <laughs> Hanako-san of the toilet. There's... The Red Room Curse, and I want to get into all that in the next episode of Intoxicated. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Make sure you guys are following me on social media. It is K-E-L-S-I-I-D-A-V-I-E-S-S on all platforms, and then on YouTube, it's just Kelsey Davies, just with one I and one S. Kelsey Davies. Kelsey Davies. That's K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. Do you want them to follow you? I don't even know my thing. You don't know your handle? No. I don't ever tell my... Well, if you want to follow Drew, you can find him on my page. We don't know his handle. Just find me. I thought it was like Drew, D-R-U underscore Allen 598. That is it. I think that's it. Why do I know your handle and you don't? Because you're looking at it all the time. (laughs) But (laughs) make sure you guys give this podcast five stars if you can. I would really appreciate that. Also, give that like button a nice little tap for me. Um, If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys are subscribed. Also, ring that notification bell so you guys know when I post. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Bye. (laughs)